Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechus Chagiga, Paragimel, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And these Mishnayos are jam-packed with so many of the Deen and the laws uh, and fundamental laws when it comes to the law, Tumah and Tahara, purity and impurity. However, we only can do a, a very cursory uh, read of these, enough to grasp what's going on, but not enough to really explicate and detail and delineate what's um, the actual halachas, because that's not the format for this. But again, I still think it's awesome. All Torah is awesome, but Taharis especially, there's a certain awesomeness to it. So let us begin. We mentioned that there are multiple levels of Tumah Tahara. The, I would say that the two uppermost, for now, are going to be Truma. And on top of Truma is Kodesh, to the point being that even when you look at things that become Tameh, so uh, we've discussed this, I believe, in Willard Zrayim, and I may have come up also in Moed, a dead body is an Aviyah Vosatoma. That's like the pure, the most uh, Tuma you can get. A dead body then creates what's called a Avatoma. Also, an Avatoma can be various uh, people who have certain omissions, uh, uh, Nida, Zav, Zafa. That, whatever that touches makes a Rishon Atoma. A person can be Rishon Atoma. What that touches only goes to transfers the Tumah, not to people, but just to uh, Kalem and to food, Shani Latumah. That then, once it's a Shani Latumah, nothing else can be, you can't make anything else Tumah other than Truma. That becomes a Shlishi. And Truma can still make one more level, and that's going to be Ravi, Kodesh. But ordinary food can't be a Shlishi or, or a Ravi because, again, that's the heightened, heightened level we give to Truma and Kodesh. That being said, Truma and Kodesh. Even within them, they are separate, right? They, they, they're separate in degrees. And our mission is now going to uh, delineate a, num- a number of cases, I believe it's 14 in all, where we treat Truma with lesser sanctity than Kodesh. Than the uh, Kodesh. So, 11 instances, excuse me. Here they go. Chomer Kodesh Truma. The stringency of Kodesh, here are the following stringencies that we treat Kodesh over Truma. Shematlin Kalim Besoch Kalim Truma. Let's say a person has, and again, these are going to be a little bit longer, Mishnayos, because there's a lot here. I apologize. I hope you're on a long journey. If a person has a kli, a utensil, they need to immerse it in the mikvah. When it comes to truma, let's say they have multiple kli. Let's say you have a, a, a bowl, and in the and you also have a spoon. You're allowed to put the spoon in the bowl and immerse it all together. And we assume that when the water goes into the bowl, it's also going to totally surround the spoon, and all is good and well, all is going to become tahar, pure. Avaloba Kodesh, but with Kodesh we don't say that. With Kodesh we do have the concern that the weight of the spoon put pressing against the bottom of the bowl is going not going to allow water to go underneath it, and therefore the spoon is not going to become to- totally purified, or not going to be purified at all because it's not totally ensconced in the water. Okay, so the first stringency is that with Truma you're allowed to immerse a kli with so kli, a utensil and a utensil, but not with Kodesh. Next. The utensils bottom, inside, and hand grip are considered sep utensils when it comes to truma. That is, for an example, and this is only a rabbinic level, if the inside um, or um, becomes tamay, the hand grip remains tahar. Or if the uh, bottom becomes tamay, then the hand grip becomes tahar because we look at it as three separate utensils even though they're attached. If any part of the utensil in kodesh becomes tamay, the whole thing is tamay. Number three. When it comes to Midrash, which we talked about in the previous Mishnah, certain things convey Tumas Midrash, Anita, Zav, Zava, a woman who just gave birth, and the things they touch now are Tumas Midrash on a, as an Avatama. Hanosius Midrash, if someone's carrying a Midrash, let's say they're carrying the shoe of a Zav, Nosius Truma, they may also carry an earthenware barrel, and within it have Truma, have truma and we're not concerned that Truma's become Tameh, Avalaba Kodesh, but with a person cannot carry an earthenware bar- barrel at the same time that they're carrying something that's Tumas Midrash if it's Kodesh. Next. 
this we mentioned previously, being the Ochen Truma Medrash Lakodesh. The garments of those who eat Truma are considered Medras, are considered Tame for those who eat Kodesh. Fifth, a fifth stringency, Lo Kamida Kodesh Kamidas Truma, with regard to Chatzitza, an imposition, when it comes to the Mikvah, the rules of Kodesh are unlike the rules of Truma. Sheba Kodesh, Matir Umaganev, Umatbil, Vacha Kosher. If a person has a garment that's that Tame, and they want to make it purify for Kodesh, they have to untie any knots in it, they have to dry off any moist grease, and then they can immer- immerse it, only afterwards can they retie the knots, because we, we are going to assume the grease, <coughs> excuse me, and the knots create an imposition. However, with Truma, Kosher, you may tie, um, with the Truma, you can have any, the, the, the knots, um, you can tie any loose knots, and then you can immerse it, and we're not concerned, it's going to be considered, to, it's going to make a chatzitza. Okay, moving on. Another more in the next Mishnah. Caleb Hanigmar Tahara personalized utensils that were completed in Tahara. That is, they were p- protected against any tumma when they were being fashioned. Trichan Tfilu Kodesh of a little truma. You still need immersion if you want to use them for Kodesh, but not for Truma. Again, Kodesh is gonna be things used in the sacrificial uh, for sacrifices. Of a little truma, but not for Truma. Number seven. Haklim Tsarav Mashwasokhla Kodesh. A utensil combines any food in, inside it. Uh, regards to Kodesh, but not for Avalolo Truma. So what's this talking about? Halakha is as follows. Let's say a person is tummy and they have to go to the mikvah. Some tummies, it's not as sufficient to, only, to go to the mikvah, but then after you go to the mikvah, you're in a limbo state where you're not fully purified, but you're not impure, and you have to wait until sundown, and then you're fully purified. The halacha is, let's say someone who was what's called a tful yom. They went to the mikvah, now they're waiting for sundown, and they touch food. That food doesn't become tummy, but it's doesn't also, you're no longer allowed to consume it, it's called psul, it's pasul, it's just, you can't eat it. Let's say a person has utensil, and they have a, a piece of cake, and a piece of a, a ragalach, and a, uh, a pretzel, and they're all in one utensil, and a person who's a full yom touches it, well, for truma, we regard each one of these each one of these foods as separate, but for, for kodesh, we'll say, if it's, let's say it's all three pieces of meat, so then the utensil combines them all, and makes them all uh, tame, for our psul, psul is a better way of looking at it. All right, astringency, Harviva Kodesh Pasal, food as a um of Tuma is Pasal for Kodesh, but Shlishi Truma, but it, it only is Shlishi Truma. We don't say someone who is a Shlishi cannot make Truma more Tame. And this we discussed in the opening of this Mishnah Yomi. Ninth stringency, Uwe Truma, with regard to Truma, in Nitma Yadav, a person's hand become Tame, again, Rabbinic Tuma, so you need to only purify that hand, but the other hand is still Tahar, Uwe Kodesh, but if your hand becomes uh, rabbinically impure, uh, you have to purify both hands when it comes to, to Kodesh. Shayah matma is chaver to For one hand that is rabbinically tame makes the other hand tame with regards to Kodesh of a low bitruma. And then tomorrow we'll discuss the uh, additional stringencies. I wish you all a wonderful day.